don't know if you've noticed this. We've had a few calls in the last while and a few emails asking us to address this and asking us to maybe get people to call and email and text as to why we think the roads have gotten so angry. Like I drive in here every morning. I'm usually in parking and reading the paper in the car about 10, quarter past, maybe 20 past 7. I'm coming in on quiet roads. I go home at lunchtime and the roads are very, very busy. And yes, there is a there's an impatience out there. People just can't wait to get to where they're going. And it seems like the bigger the car, the bigger the emo, the ego. And there you are. I, I have bull bars, so you better get out of me way kind of thing. Or my favorite one is, I'm driving a Merc. Can't you see I'm driving a Merc? Can't you see it's a 231 BMW under my arse? Get out of my way. There's a lot of that out there. There always was, but there's more of it now. And Linda, you're a learner driver, and you're struggling at the or your is your daughter is, and you're struggling Hi, at the moment. Hi, good morning. Yes, good morning, PJ. It's yeah. my daughter that's yeah. a learner driver. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like she's struggling at the moment. Absolutely. Look, this has been on my mind for a while. She's driving since last summer. Um, to be honest with you, I consider her a good driver. She's just waiting for her test, yes. which is another battle because it's 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 backlogged so far that it's crazy. Um, it's the bullying and the whole aggression for L drivers and for N plate drivers. I can only speak for my for my own daughter. Yeah. Um and it's absolutely ridiculous. It's it's gone to the stage where you know you hear a car beep and you're actually looking around because you're thinking they're beeping at yourself, you know. Yeah. Um I take her, she drives to school, so I take her car back and I've noticed people beeping at me for absolutely no reason, PJ. Um constantly being tailgated you know, beeping, flashing. Um, I actually genuinely feel so sorry for people that are actually taking, you know, wanting to go out to learn how to drive. Mm. What people seem to forget is that we were all in this position. Yeah. You know, we all had to start to drive. We all had to learn. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's no private roads we can all go on to actually learn. We have to go out there and face it. And this this craziness now obviously i can't hire everyone because there's very nice drivers on the road as well but like for instance she came back last night she went out for two hours um with my friend and she came back last night and she was quite upset she yeah. said i actually feel like taking off my l plates mom because she said the amount of drivers flashing forcing her to pull in when she has right of way mm. on hills and I said to her, obviously, she's not going to take off her, her L plates, PJ, but it's this whole bullyingness that's actually going to force people off the road because they just don't want, they won't want to drive. It's Now, it's bad enough. I mean, we drive, I drive every day, I'm driving 30 odd years and the aggression that's on the road at the moment is bonkers. Have you, know, you seen it increase? Crazy. I mean, like when you drive your own car. Do you get yeah. the same flashing of lights, tailgating? No. no, 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 I don't. And that's me being honest, you know, yeah. I don't. And I, I I, can only speak because I've been in Leah's car and she, it's constant. It's, it's beep, beep. Like I was turning in off a road, minding my own business. And just out of a blue, a car, a car decided to just beep. And I was like, what the actual hell? 
So I could only imagine what she's feeling yeah. and what other L drivers are feeling and other end plate drivers are feeling. When and when you're learning to do a manoeuvre, you're learning to do something that takes a bit of skill and a bit of practice and you get that beep from this idiot behind you. And I'm going to say this, I have a BMW under my arse. Get out of my way. They're the worst in the world, right? Yeah. It'll, it'll put you off for the rest I of the just, day. I just think it's everyone. I just No, not everyone, obviously, but it, I don't feel personally that it depends on the car that you're in i just feel that it's and and for the like for 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 my sake when i go into the l car the learner car um i don't particularly you know notice that it's the person with the bigger car i just think it's aggression yeah i just think it's bully tactics that oh jesus christ she's going to be slow now so we need to get in a hurry and i understand that people are in a hurry and i understand that people you know need to be at places and meetings but for the love of God, we all were in this position. Think before you react. Because you know what, PJ? The, the people that are doing this, at some stage, their family is going to want to learn how to drive. You know? They, they also forget that they had to learn, Linda. They do. They do. And I think that's the bottom line, you know? I mean, look, I even now know that when I'm out on the road um, and I see a learner driver, I'll back back off. You know, I won't be as, you know, I won't. Mm. I just feel sorry for them. Because take I'm a breath. Let's, let, let them, them out. Yeah. Take, take your, I, I yeah. tell you something that happened very early when my daughter was learning to drive. And I'm a stubborn old goat. And she, mm-hmm. I said to her one day, drive us home there. And she sat into this little battered old Fiesta we used to have. And I don't know if you know it at all, the finger post roundabout in Douglas. I do. It I is do notoriously that. difficult to get onto that roundabout. From, mm-hmm. from, from, say, the vet side. You know where we are, right? Yeah, from, shocking. Very yeah. hard to get on. And moreover, she was only just learning to clutch properly. So there we were, mm-hmm. trying to get onto the roundabout. And sure, if she stalled the car once, the poor devil, she stalled it six times trying to get her gap and get out. And she says to me in the end, she said, Dad, will you take over? I said, no, I have no intention of taking over. We'll sit here until you get it together. And she says, there's a queue behind me. I said, Sodom, Sodom. They all had to learn one time. And if any one of them want to get sharp, they can be getting sharp with me and I'll tell them the second world will be off. And we stood, we sat there for 20 minutes nearly until she got out. And she eventually got out and she never, she never messed that up again. Yeah. Yeah. And you see, I think it's 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 appalling, though, that, you know, the amount of cars that were behind. And I keep saying that to my daughter. I keep saying, you know, stop worrying about whoever's behind you, because at the end of the day, you need to focus on what you're doing at yeah. that particular time. And I said, take, you know, put your cool head on. Like, Peter, she's driven places that I wouldn't even drive. She's been up Patrick's Hill. She was hostile all yeah. around Wellington Road. Yeah. She drives to town. She's She's got a lot of hours behind her belt. I yes. put it that way. Yes. And I just don't. It'll just take one person to just throw you out, you know, and you know yourself, it's like a domino effect. If I'm driving, you know, down to work or whatever, and if someone is aggressive to me in the road, that puts you into a bad form then for like most of the morning. Because you're going, Jesus almighty, tonight, you know, what was I doing wrong? I did nothing wrong. So this is how she's portraying it. It's like, here I am trying to learn how to drive. And all I'm saying to people out there, because there's been really nice people on the road we've encountered as well. Um, but the people that are out there that are frustrated, please just think before you react. Because you know what? It could be your daughter or it could be your son, your brother, your sister at some stage. Two, two, you two, have to start. Two comments somewhere. coming in. Dave says, PJ, Linda is so right. I'm driving 20 years, but I've noticed 
people bullying L drivers. Also, when young people are having driving lessons with an instructor, I've noticed people overtaking the instructor's car and beeping them out of the way. God love them. They're just learning. Will you give them a chance? And Anna says, on top of this, she said, the number of 4x4s tearing through red lights would scare you. People are so angry and aggressive on the roads at the moment. How, how is your daughter doing? I mean, you say she'll, she'll make a fine driver one day. She will. She'll make a fine driver one day. It's in her blood, you know. And at the end of the day, it's, it's you know, it's just to get over. First of all, she needs to get a call for her test, which yeah. is another day's story because it's just backlogged. You know, obviously then you, I have to, or my friend has to be available to go in the car with her. Yeah. She obviously can't drive on her own. Um, she's doing, I personally am not biased, but I think she's doing absolutely fantastic. She can drive Fiji. You know, she has done so much hours and I think that's the key, you know, practice, practice, get those hours in. And, oh, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, she make a fine driver. We used you know? to get but up on a Sunday I, morning. We used to get up on a Sunday morning, myself and, and, and my daughter, and we'd go out on the roads and I'd bring her to the most awkward, narrow, hilly, yeah. twisty places I knew from my years on the road with my job. And she said, come on, Dad. I said, no. You drive here on a Sunday morning when there's little or nothing around. Then the next time we bring you back, I'll bring you back when there's a traffic jam. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Yeah. And you handle it, and you breathe. And we used to say, as you're going along, I'd say to her, right, we'd come up Sunday as well. You know Sunday as well? We'd come up Sunday yes. as well by the old church. Yeah. And I'd say, draw breath now because there's a fella going to come up at you here like yeah. the hammers of hell from the other side. Yeah. And you have to be ready for him. He may never Absolutely. come. He may never come or she may never come. But here you are in your little fiesta, mooching along, doing grand, minding yourself. There is going to be some girl come up that road driving like he has stolen it. And yeah. you need to be ready. Yeah. You know, I always say, you know, expect the unexpected, yeah. you know, always have always read the road and expect the unexpected. Because I said and I say this as a rule, you can be a fantastic driver, PJ, but it's whoever is coming against you. Absolutely. And it could be just one little slip. It could be anything, you know, but you just, you know, just putting it out there that for anyone that and I know, listen, I personally think since COVID, I just think the aggression on the road in general has gone worse because, you know, we're faced, PJ, with an awful lot of uh, roadworks. We're faced with a lot of roads closed. And that 
that adds to the frustration. And I think then when these poor creators that are going out trying to learn are even doing their test and you've got these feckers then up their backside trying to push them on and tailgate them, I just think it's, you know, it's shocking, like, you know. Wish her so, good luck for me. Poor. Wish her good luck for me. And and I know she'll make a fine driver, like you said, Linda. Thank you so much. 0818-969696. Olivia and Rose want to get into this one. So Linda started a conversation this morning are the roads a more aggressive place than they used to be, particularly if you're a learner driver? Uh, tell your daughter, says Danny, this is addressing Linda, tell your daughter to drive whatever way she likes and F them all. She's paying her tax. She doesn't have to answer to anyone. There are some complete dopes on the road. And Brendan says, I passed my test about eight months ago when I was a learner driver. The number of times I was dangerously cut off by cars. It's just mad. It's settled now. I have the N plate. But on the L's, it's awful. Olivia, you wanted to say something. Morning to you. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Good, good. You did you agree with Linda? I I, I do. I do agree with, with Linda in insofar as I think she makes really, really important points about the importance of minding learner drivers. You know, we've all been there and um, you know, they, they, they have a right to be on the road and we need to respect that. And I also agree that, you know, I have experienced times where drivers have been impatient and a bit rude. Mm. But I have to say, PJ, I, I moved to Ireland from Switzerland um, over 20 years ago now. Right. And I suppose, first of all, I, I you know, I, I don't know if there's any other any other country where when I went to do my driving test and the first time I did it, I failed it. And so obviously I was still a learner driver and yet I could drive off alone in my car with, with L plates. Yeah. Um, and so, you I know, don't think you could kids, do that anymore now, no, but you could no, for years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Remember those. And, uh, yeah, so times have changed, which is, you know, which is a good thing. But I, you know, coming from Switzerland, I regularly go back and drive over there. I mean, honestly, Irish drivers are a dream, a dream compared to drivers on the continent in, for example, France or or Switzerland. I mean, these, they are so aggressive. I mean, every, every, every single time I'm on the roads in Switzerland, I get honked at, I get lights flashed, I get tailgated, I get fishtailed, you know, when they pull in right in front of you. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, Swiss people are by nature very polite and, you know, very calm. But I think they just take out all their pent-up aggression when they're behind the wheel. Yeah. And yeah. every time I'm over there, I just think, oh, my gosh, Ireland. And, and would you be driving a rental so car? I would sometimes. But yeah. previously, I would have driven a local car as well. So I would have had local plates. Good. So they wouldn't have known that I was... And, you know, I'd be confident driving in Switzerland. I know where I'm going. I know the road. Um, and I'm used to driving on both sides of the road, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just... I just, And only recently I was in Switzerland last month. And since coming back, I every time I'm on the road here, I'm, like, grateful. Um, you know, Irish drivers tend to be really nice in terms of letting you join a queue or, yeah. you know, just a bit more laid back and, and, and patient, yeah. I think. But yeah. I'm, I'm not taking away from Linda's experience and what she's experienced. Nope. I'm sure that's out there. In fact, one of the worst experiences I had in terms of aggression was at the Dunkettle Interchange. 
one time where um, someone, actually a BMW driver, and I think you were talking about them earlier. <laughs> I'm only taking the mickey, but sometimes, I know, I know, sometimes I... the, best, the, the most serious point is made in jest. Go on. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. But as it happens, this, this was a BMW as well. And he pulled in my, into my lane, like right in front of me. You know, I think that's called fishtailing, isn't it? Yes. And like I had to slam on the brakes. And so I just, even without thinking, I just did a little honk, you know, because it was more out of fright, do you know? And he slammed on his brakes in front of me. And I kid you not, PJ, he got out of the car. And I swear, he looked like someone crossed between a rugby player and an MMA fighter, right? Got out of the car and was making his way towards me. And the look on his face was not saying, I'm going to have a happy conversation with you. I could not get out of there fast enough. I just pressed on the gas and off, off, off I went. I wasn't going to be hanging around. It was very scary. That's pure aggression. And I was alone in the the car. That's pure aggression. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So you say, we're okay. Compared to Europe, we're okay. I think so, PJ. I I really do. I I think, from my experience, the times I have experienced um, aggression or impatience on the the roads in Ireland has been few and far between, whereas every day I drive... In, in Switzerland, for example, I experienced it several okay. times, right. you know. All right, Olivia, thank you. Rose, you're, you're up next. The point that Olivia's making about, or the point I made to Olivia about um, rental cars was, I don't do it anymore now. When I go on holidays, I couldn't be bothered driving. I might do it for a day or two, but I used to hire a, a car. When the kids were small, I used to hire a car for the whole of the fortnight when we'd be away, just to have, you know, a way of getting around with them. But, you do find in some tourist areas, they know the rental cars and they don't give an inch to the rental cars, particularly the cities. And one of my favorite cities in the world is Palma. And I don't like driving in Palma at all. It's just that the locals are, they hate the rental cars. Between them and buses, they nearly kill you. Rose, what were you trying to say? Good morning. Good morning, PJ. It's amazing now that this came on this morning because it was in my head that I might even ring you. I'm driving for nearly 50 years, but it's in the last few months, particularly on the Link Road, the South Link, um, the N25 going to Middleton, which I would use a lot. There, before the tunnel and after the tunnel, there's a 60 km. Then it goes to 80 and you kind of get to Little Island, you know? And if you try and keep to the speed limit, people get irate. I've been flashed at, beefed at, glared at. And like you'll be saying, it's written up that there's a camera sign and the same coming the other way. I go to Blarney and if you turn, you know, go up Sunday as well, turn right by Claheen Church, there's a 60k with a continuous white line. It drives people crazy when you do 60 and it's only in the last few whether I'm just conscious of it now with you know people talking about it and you hear people talking about slow drivers are you a slow driver because you're keeping the speed limit I mean I do the 100 when it's 100 120 but I try to keep to the speed limit you know to avoid penalty points but what I've noticed lately I used to find large vehicles lorries all that very courteous on the road where I'm finding now in the 80, particularly in 60, in the N25, they come right up nearly to your bumper and flashing. And you are doing the speed limit. What? Where do they want me to go? 
<laughs> like, you know, I, like I can just disappear. And you may be sure if I went flying off, I'd be caught. <laughs> I know, I know. And I, another road you're talking about, and I also know there, out Blarney towards Mallow, I drive out there every couple of weeks. There's a stretch out there, sort of, as you get onto the main road to Mallow, you come down from the 100, down to the 60, back to 80 and back to the 100. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know the man with the camera, the cash wagon, like... They, yes. He's going to be sitting there. Should so I'm very think? careful. And I come yeah. way down to the 60. And I've been blown sideways Terrible. by some gobshagging. Do you find on the link, like I find doing 60, I'm nearly, I'm nearly standing still. Like I find <laughs> it is very slow. <laughs> 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 Hang on a second. Ooh, yeah, I know. I know. You know, I know. it I want... seems to be when you come out there of the tunnel and, um, you know, the 60 goes on for quite a bit. I'm sure I'm the only one who ever thought maybe it is a mirage, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, you feel as if you're hardly moving in fairness, you know? I know, but you're doing, yeah. you're doing the right thing. Rose, thank you. Oh, wait, one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Yeah, that stretch on the way. I don't know the townland. I should know the townland. I go through it every time I drive out towards Mallow. But it's, there's a garage there that just does diesel. And there's a cross, and there used to be a little shop there one time. And it comes from the 100 down to 60 to 80 and back to the 100 again. And if I've seen the cash wagon parked there once, I've seen it parked there a 100 times, which is why I'm extremely careful. Maeve says, I think a lot of it is due to the frustration of drivers sitting in lines since they went and changed the lanes at, for example, Dunkettle or with all the roadworks. There's no excuse for rudeness and aggression, but it's going to happen with all that disruption. It's a point, Maeve. It is, to be fair. Pat. Hi, Peter. How are you, you doing? You, your right? mother used to take you out on a Sunday as well. Do you know what? No. I was only listening to you. She's the only girl with the daughter. I used to ask her to go up my father. And they used to be blue mother, Peter. That's not the best line in the world. Get yeah. a bit closer to the phone, Pat. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Better, yeah. yeah. And he's always say to my mother, he did a kill me, kill us both, or I'm going to have to back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's always been out on Saturday nights and it was the summer and I was been praying because remember the Elpis would have to stick them on and yeah. I'd be praying that it'd be raining because I couldn't stick them on. <laughs> <laughs> so one day my mother said, she never go, she said, I'll take them out Sunday morning. And PJ, the rest is history. What she gave me was confidence. If the car stalled, you wouldn't have a clue, I just have to do it myself. Yeah. You'd learn and fast then, wouldn't you? You would learn very quick. She used to be into, into town and never, no, God, I don't know how we survive one day. We'll go down by St. Alice and you know the town there. I do. I nearly missed the town. We ended up nearly in the river. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the only mistake. And she said, she said, I haven't a clue. If the car stalls, it's up to you. Yeah. And you know, 36 years on PJ, top road. Good never for had you. An accident. Do you know what I mean? Good you, for you. I think you should sometimes well, at that time, you could do it. I suppose you can't do it now. But go out with someone that hasn't a clue about driving. That's interesting, actually, Pat. I've never heard that taken it, but thank you. 0818 And I do remember it was a Friday afternoon. We were down. We still talk about it. We were down at the finger post roundabout. She wasn't driving long at the time. She knew what she was at. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. 
You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. But she didn't have the, the proper skills amassed yet. She had a couple of lessons and this particular Friday afternoon I just picked up her brother and she was driving the car. I said, come on, we'll take us up home. And at the finger post, just there by the vets, the finger post was, you know what the finger post like, it's like, lads, it's a zoo. On Christmas day, the finger post is a flipping zoo. You can't get onto it. She was trying to get onto it and between looking for her space to get in and stalling the car while she was trying to move, Eventually, after half a dozen, she says, Dad, no, I can't, I can't. Would you take over? I said, no, I'm absolutely not taking over until you do it. You know what to do. You know how to find your space. You know how to start the car. We're not moving out of here till you do the two together. And there was a queue starting to form, back now nearly down to Billy Maxey's. And she said, Dad, will you take over? I said, no, absolutely not. They all had to learn one day. Oh, yeah. It's gone so bad the road now, Just not just for learners, but for the elderly, the tailgating, the lane changing, their time is more important than queuing or being in the correct lane. Also, there's no lull in traffic really anymore. It's busy all the time, even evenings and Sundays. And here's a good one. And yes, if you so much as look crooked as a pedestrian, you are in trouble. A pedestrian can come out in front of you without so much as a, where am I going? You're always the one in the wrong. Them and cyclists. But, what about pedestrian rage? Says this message. Basically, they jaywalk, and they get so angry with the cars, they don't stop. Even though the cars have the right of way. Or another example. You see people literally pushing an older person out of the way, into the path of roadworks on McCorton Street. And the people who undertake you on the inside and squeeze inside between you and a wall, you think someone's about to mug you and you catch them out the corner of your eye. Some people think it's down to COVID and we're all trying to stay away from each other and lockdown. But I just think people are more aggressive. Yeah, and there's my favourite one. And I knit another one of them this morning. Scooter girls. Like, the road is a one-way street. For everyone. Not just for me. There he is this morning. South Terrace. Last time I looked, South Terrace was one way going into town. Here's this gum on a scooter coming down the middle of the road. Wrong way. 
Jim has been on from the Douglas School of Motoring to address one or two of the things coming in. I'll get to Jim in a while. Kate says, as a pedestrian, I nearly got blown away by a countryman. Those nice new minis. Oh, they're gorgeous things. Them small little minis. Little small fat cars. I think they're great. Anyway, she said to me, are you all right there? But didn't say sorry at all. She'd gone through a zebra crossing. Mike blames the gridlock in town for the aggression. They knew this would happen. They were told it would happen. It's part of the agenda to make people abandon the car. That's interesting. That A lot of people believe that, you know. A lot of people believe that there is a move on there to get us out of the cars, to force us out of the cars. You can either buy it or not. I, I don't know. I certainly think that they want to reduce the level of parking in town to a point where you'll just say, ah, to hell with it, and get the bus if there is a bus. But that's probably for another morning. Jim is from the Douglas School of Motoring. Jim, good morning. Hi, uh, how are you doing, PJ? Are you well? Good. They're the most important few months of a, of a driver's life, those few months with the L place, and they need to be given time to learn, yeah? Oh, well, correct. I mean, and, you know, in the old days, it was fine. There was less cars on the road. There weren't as fast. There wasn't as many lanes. But no, it's very complicated situations. Busy roundabouts, faster cars. And you have a lot more to deal with. And, um, you know, you have to have patience. It takes some time. And it's a lot of expense at the moment. You know, I mean, people doing lessons are expensive. You have to do so many. You have to apply for your test. It's all money. And insurance is incredibly expensive. So... It takes a lot longer now to learn how to drive than we did in our day, yeah. you know. Oh, literally, that's don't hit more. the ditch was my father's instructions to me. Like. Oh, well, that's it. That's it. Stay by the wall, mind the buses. That was the way it was going. <laughs> um, you know, but I, I, I definitely think, like, you know, in situations you describe with your daughter and you describe roundabouts and stuff. But it's very important for, for young students like that we focus on one, the controls. There's not much point in going onto the road unless you can control the car. It's like using the tools. You know, you're going to be a DJ, you need how to use the machine. Correct. You can't use the machine, it's all over the place. Correct. Nothing's going to work. Yeah. Same as with your car. You use your tools. You learn how to use the tools in a quiet area. You go to the back and practice. And once you have that, okay, let's go to work. Mm. But so there, there is an amount of work. real world in it too, Jim, isn't there? That you can bring, Absolutely. you can practice all the skills you want in a car park, but you've got to go out and you've got to have oh, yeah. that yeah. first time on a yeah. roundabout. And you, but that's exactly where it's coming from. Exactly. So that 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 whole point here is like that. You need confidence to go out onto the road, and that confidence comes from knowing I can start this car, I can stop it, I can move off. If it's on a hill, I can move off or rolling back. So you need to engage in those initial uh, confidence and the skills. And then that breeds. If it's red, I'll stop. If the lights are red, I'll stop. Yeah. If they're green, I'll go. If you're at a roundabout, you approach nice and controlled. I, I might need to stop. So you're ready to stop. That's right. And if I do stop, I get ready to go. So you go into one. Yeah. And then you think and look. And then I'd, I'd, I'd compare it. To walking across the road, would you walk here? And if the answer is no, well, don't try. Yeah, yes. Yeah, you, like you can walk. Go. I used to say to her too, going, going down Sundays. Well, I used to say, oh, right. Yeah. I used to say, okay, <laughs> some idiot is going to come up against you Absolutely. in a big jeep like the hammers of hell. He may I, never. Now he mightn't do it today. Yeah. But he might. He might do it tomorrow. So prepare Correct. for him every time. Exactly, and as I'd always say, expect 
the most stupid thing to happen. If you can't see around that corner, you there could be a bus coming. Always the worst case scenario. A bin lorry, a tractor. It's still going to be, there's definitely going to come. And if you're at the roundabout, someone not signaling, of course they're going to go across me. I was taught someone myself. Signaling, of my, course my, you go the other way. My you dad gave me the basics the myself, case. Jim, but I was taught by, you may know the man, he was a retired RAF pilot and he went into driving instructor later in life. But I remember yeah. sitting in with him, he drove a tiny little Opel Corsa at the time, and he yeah. says, first thing I'm going to tell you, he said, is pretty much everyone on the road shouldn't be on it. Drive like that and you never go wrong. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you're expecting everything to go parachute. So if it does, you're not surprised. You're going, yeah. I'm there you go. That, there yeah. you go. Come here. Are you managing to get through the backlog? The wait for the test is wicked these days, Jim. It is. And I just got notice last night from the RSA that the second test centre in the St. Finbar's Club will be closing on the 3rd of March, which was the overflow. What? So now they're just going to be operating from one test centre in Cork, which will be Wilton Test Centre. And how long are people waiting on average now? If I apply to today... about six months, roughly. So if I apply today... Yeah. No, you need your 12 lessons to have been completed and logged on their website before you can apply. And then from that date? Six months, roughly. Six months. And if you play with it and tune in a bit more often, you might get it a bit sooner, but they will give you a date. It's the same as the NCT. And would you be surprised if the same people organise the NCT as the RSA? It is the same people. And they're so, closing the overflow? Yes. Only in Ireland? In Cork, no. The same Finbars was opened up. I remember years ago when I started, they opened up in Little Island and they opened up Black Rock as two extra test centres to get rid of the Black Rock. No, they opened up Toker and that's going to be closing as well. <laughs> so, so in the middle of an extending backlog... Yes. Closing the overflow. Well, you know, the, like what seems to be happening, and when I see up there in, in Wilton, there seems to be maybe four or five testers in there operating on a daily basis. That test centre is capable of doing a lot more than that, maybe seven to eight or nine. I've seen that happen in previous times. Yeah. And you now there's two in the Bars Club, same Finn Bars Club, that are testing. So, like, there's only five up there, so they could operate one really sweetly rather than operating two sporadically. But, you know, when you can do it right, why should you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Good man, Jim. Thank you. That's Jim from Douglas School of Motoring, 0818. When you can do it right, why could you? Why should you? Thanks, Jim. Hi, PJ. To say some road users have become more impatient is an understatement. As a young female bus driver, I experienced reckless driving and attempted intimidation on a daily basis. Despite having a coachload of young children, I've had raging motorists approach the bus demanding that I move on as I'm going too slow for their liking on a narrow country road or demanding that I move out of their way because they feel they've more entitlement to the road than I have in my bus. I passed my test for a full coach license at 21. And believe me when I say that even in that size of a vehicle, some motorists will continue to bully you when there's an L plate there. My advice to that young lady is ignore them. Never forget that at some stage they had to start out on the road too, but they chose to forget that. I wish her all the best and continued safe driving. Thank you from that. We've touched a nerve with this one. Yes, people do think the roads have gotten very, very aggressive and that there's no patience out there anymore. And it's bothering a lot of people, particularly learner drivers and people who 
before we started this morning talking to Linda, whose daughter is learning to drive, so she can see what happens. She, her daughter drives into school in the morning with, with mom in the passenger seat, and then mom drives the car home, and she sees the aggression towards the little car with the L plate on it. And when she is driving her own car, which doesn't have an L plate on it, she, her perception, and perception is someone's reality, her perception is that there's a lot less aggression towards her when she's in her own car. That started the conversation. And and we talked to one driving instructor about the aggression on the roads and people getting pushed and not getting an opportunity to, to learn and if they're in difficulty and, and all that. Darren, you, Darren Milan, is a driving instructor. Darren, you say some instructors are having to take down the roof signs. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. Yeah, look, PJ, I've taken down my roof sign on numerous occasions, right? And just have had L plates on my car, right? Mm-hmm. And the difference is fantastic. Look, driving instructors are very busy at the moment, so they don't really need advertising in the first place, right? Yeah. So, look, there's a massive difference between having a roof sign on and a roof sign off because we get two types of drivers. One, we get the people that do, are, are very courteous to other road users, but they don't realise by flashing the lights to leave them go that they're actually putting them under pressure to make the turn. Yeah. And then we get the second one, like we get the tailgaters and we get people blowing the horn. Now, Look, a lot of road users are very courteous to learner drivers, but sometimes then you have the other side of it, they can be too courteous. A person is out doing a driving test and they're turning right at a set of traffic lights and they'll start flashing the lights. And then what will happen is the learner driver will be slow to take off. And by the time the learner driver takes off, then the car in front is after pulling off again, you know? I see. There's well, a thing like, on the driving test, actually, Darren. I don't want to distract you now for a second, but there's a thing. If you're on your driving test and you are waiting to turn right and someone does flash their lights at, at you, are you are you meant to tell the instructor or the tester, rather, I'm just taking a courtesy from that driver, or can you just take it? No, you can take it, providing it's safe to do so. But on a driving test, you're not meant to beckon others. So, for example, if I'm driving down the road and there's a vulnerable road user, like an old lady or something, trying to cross the road, it's okay for me to actually stop and allow her to cross the road, but I'm not meant to beckon her. I'll be marked if I beckon her to cross. Interesting, interesting. Whereas, like, if someone's emerging from a junction now, I can stop and leave that person merge, but I'm not supposed to beckon them. I see. Now, my own wife, Dervla, was a driving tester for six years, and she's after setting up her own business. Now, she's back doing driving lessons. She was an instructor with us for 10 years. But she's after setting up a website, xtester.ie. She's an XRSA driving tester, extester.ie. And, like, if anyone's struggling there, there's no better person to go to than an ex-driving examiner, you know? That's very true. That's very true. But come back to the roof sign thing. And, again, somebody will ring in, so I'll ask the question, is it legal for you to operate without your roof sign? Yes. Okay. The only legal requirements, the roof sign is not a legal... The roof sign on a driving school car is only for advertising purposes. Okay. Okay, I see. Now... Would the only legal requirement is that you would have an L front and an L rear. I see. There's driving instructors operating for years without roof signs. And look, a lot of the time as well with the roof sign, now I'm using one at the moment, right? The thing about the roof sign as well is 
you've no peace when you're off duty in the sense of it's like being a taxi driver on the way to a football match you fellas jumping out and <laughs> trying to flag you down and like like generally when I'm not walking I take the roof sign down and I stick it into the boot why what's the fellas be stopping you for a lesson I once or twice you would have it like or you would be sitting down there and you'd be having your lunch and you could spend 20 minutes talking to someone not that you mind you know I know but but like you know like and you're, you're you're never kind of off duty and look you're always the roof sign is a great thing in a way, but look, another thing then that I always say to learner drivers, I'd always take down the roof sign for certain lessons when they're getting nearer the test, because they don't have the roof sign on the test. Gotcha. They only they only have a set of L plates on a test, and they don't have that big roof sign on the roof. Yeah. And like to be honest, that other lady's daughter, she she's learning how to drive correctly. Like the EDT system is a great system when people actually go out, like, I get a lot of people getting into the car, they think they just have to get 12 stamps and go off and do their test. Mm. Now, it's recommended that a learner driver has a minimum of 120 hours driving practice before they pass the test. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, the way people are doing it, sometimes, like, driving the car to school, mum driving it back, that's an excellent way. And there are people that always pass their driving test. The vast majority of people that I see failing the driving test do so because of experience and no other reason. Yeah, yeah, or silly little things. And in fairness, most instructors will point out, like that little roundabout that isn't a roundabout but still is outside Cork Builders Providers. Is that still yeah. on the test? It's on the test, yeah. No, <laughs> that's, to, to, that's a devil of a thing. You can it is, it. but like to be fair now, right, you will get good instruction off the examiner. Yes. And like you'll be told three or four times, look, I've given, like, there's red marks being given out there daily, right? But fellas are coming into it in third gear and they're bombing through it, you know? <laughs> and, like, it is a potentially dangerous fault. And look, there's another roundabout down from the test centre that goes out towards Cork Builders Providers. Joe, if you're taking the third exit off I the bus, you go roundabout. Look, I get five people a week going through the red light there because they're checking their blind spot going over from the right lane to the left lane and they don't realise that the light is red and they go, like, that's a very common failure point as well on that roundabout. Come back to where we started with this one, Darren, because I can be asking you questions all day, but come back to where you do sense that Linda's right, that the there is more aggression out there Towards there the is learner. way more aggression. Now there is there is a fixed penalty charge notice for it, right? Mm -hmm. It falls under section fifty one A of the Road Traffic Act, okay? Section fifty one A of the Road Traffic Act is driving a vehicle without reasonable consideration for other road users. Mm. Now, now that typically involves road rage, splashing pedestrians with water. It, it covers a that's like what they call on the driving test reaction to hazards. That's kind of a one-size-fits-all mark. It can vary on a number of different things. It's the same with the Section 51A. It's a penalty point offence that carries two penalty points and an 80 euro fine. It's generally used, with, the general term of it would be causing a nuisance mm -hmm. while driving to yeah. other road users. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough world out there. We come back to the what Jim said to me when I go about the delays in, in getting a person tested. In, in your experience, if I'm ready today, if you'd say I'm ready for my test today, how long will it be before I get a date? Well, I tell you no, PJ, the dates are up in arms at the moment, right? My wife was a driving examiner for six years, and she's after being let go three times. 
And basically, the RSA are hiring, leaving people go, hiring, leaving people go. They're hiring people on six-term contracts of 18 months, and they're constantly temporary extending them. Then they're leaving them go. They left go 40 driving examiners recently, and now they're hiring 40 more. In the middle of a backlog? In the middle of a backlog. My wife... My wife was my wife never walked out of Cork like she was in Mallow, Limerick and Clanmel because she couldn't operate out of Cork because I am. Yeah. And basically she didn't go for the permanency this time she didn't go for the competition. But driving testers they're like they're, they're, the RSA are constantly letting them go to avoid making them permanent and then they're rehiring again. So like the RSA have created this backlog themselves. There's plenty of qualified people. Like they had 180 driving testers in Ireland up to this recently. Yeah. They left 40 of them go last August. So how long would it take me if I was ready for the test in your estimation, if you were my instructor, if I was ready for the test today, how long would it take me to get tested? Five months at the moment in Cork. That's ridiculous. Darren, be ridiculous. That's absolutely crazy. Darren, thank you very much. 0818-969696. Getting some fantastic calls from instructors. The reality of it out there. He is taking his roof sign off because of the aggression, the level of aggression on the road. Okay, he doesn't need it anyway, but because of the sheer level of the of aggression on the road. This is from Linda's initial call uh, just after nine this morning. I'm sure we'll be able to podcast that and much of this discussion because it's gone completely bananas on us. Mike says it's because of the gridlock in town that the aggression is stepping up. They knew it would happen. They were told it would happen. It's part of making people abandon the motor car. Kevin rides a scooter. He's annoyed by the amount of other scooter riders not abiding by the rules, travelling in twos, etc., etc. He said they're giving law-abiding scooter drivers like him a bad name. Kevin, you're not wrong. I see dozens of you doing it just right, even inside in the cycle lane or tucked into the side of the road. But just when I saw the gum this morning coming down the middle of coming down the, the middle of, of um, South Terrace there, the wrong way, between the two lanes, like, is he, is he looking to get hit? Is he looking to get knocked down? Loads and loads and loads and loads. Uh, yeah, people in BMWs don't believe in indicators, says Podrick. <laughs> I was slagging about that one. I was slagging. Uh, morning, PJ. Following on from the caller, the Swiss caller. Yes, I can't remember her name, but she was there before 10. I've been in Naples now for 18 months and driving is crazy. People have no respect for the rules of the road. It seems traffic lights are there to brighten the streets. And there's an unwritten rule that people driving around in a roundabout give away to those driving in. People beep at you for the slightest thing. They're constantly tipping off other cars and just keep driving. Ireland's drivers are a dream compared. Believe me, Fiona. Corks 96 FM. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.